Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, coming at you live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's The Warehouse. Of course, it is Friday, and with Football Fridays, we do it uh, a little bit later, but uh, it is Friday nonetheless, which means one thing, and one thing only, it's time for Gordon's List. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. How you doing? Okay, I don't want to hear about it. If you've got Tabasco on your finger, do not put it anywhere near your eye. Ooh, spinning the hits here on KBBB. Linda Ronstadt coming up next. Also, I'll, I'll go uh, rent a private island and invite my friends. Welcome into KBBB. That Linda Ronstadt spinning up next here. Gordon, I take I take it all back. I loved your FM DJ voice. I teased you oh. for it before, but I take it all back. That was amazing. Oh, uh, I, you're you're being sarcastic. Right? I'm no, I'm totally not. Here's a little Linda Ronstadt for you. <laughs> amazing. I take it all back. I love it. All right, what's uh, what's first on the list? Why don't we start with this? Wayne Gretzky has put his $22.9 million Sherwood Country Club mansion near L.A. on the market. And you're going to buy it? Uh, he sold the place once to Lenny Dykstra. Uh, Yikes. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, a couple of years later, they uh, they bought it back. And uh, But anyway, now it's selling for $22.9 million. Wow. It's good to be the great one. And uh, I've actually been to that area, the Sherwood uh, Country Club. And in oh. fact, I uh, I uh, I uh, sat down and had a chat with uh, the guy who started it. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was hey, the guy looks like Lou Holtz, in my opinion. At least he did back then. But it was when it was the Country Club was first starting. And they were trying to drum up business. And I was working for the Times at that time. And uh, they, I went out there to interview him to talk about that country club. And uh, their saying was, I think it was something like, we don't want to take your first few million. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. I just got a little chuckle out of that. Uh, Jake, BYU is one of nine teams that, according to an ESPN index, has a better than 10% chance to make the the college football playoff. I don't think BYU, they're going to make the playoff, unfortunately, for them. BYU is ninth on that list with a 14.5% shot. They are right behind USC and Oregon, and in front of those two teams are the usuals, everybody that you would – be able to predict like Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State and and of that ilk. Uh, what, gonna, what was that metric again? 
It was an ESPN index. Oh, the, okay. Uh, Their little predictor yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, the FP index or whatever they call it. 14.5%. I thought that was rather generous, actually. Extremely. But I think what the, the, the math, you know, algorithm, whatever they are, uh, fail to take into account is the fact that the, 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 the college football playoff committee uh, is biased. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put in, you know, these formulas, but how do you how do you factor in the fact that they don't want to include BYU? I think that's more a matter of uh, the teams in front of them having to lose and lose substantially in order for BYU to get that mm-hmm. shot. Obviously, BYU would have to go undefeated and look good doing it. Uh, but uh, that also includes the other guys crumbling. I think it has to be it, Jake, for the very reason you just talked about. Yeah, I don't. I unfortunately don't think. I I don't think the New Year's Six is really possible. But I definitely don't think the the college football playoff is possible. And, and to your point about uh, the people with the better likelihood or whatever, uh, you know, I think we can probably pretty closely guess the four teams that are going to be in it, right? Or or come like I said, three out of four maybe. Well, the eight teams in front, and I don't have it in front of me now, but you can guess. You can get, who, who do you think? Not, we can get them out of order here. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Who else would you guess? Notre Dame. Uh, I think Georgia's in there. You know, it's, just, it's just the same uh, crowd. The I, same I think crowd. you're going to let me guess. Oh, well, I left a couple out. You, uh, how about uh, Miami? Wait for it. Of Ohio. <laughs> I'll tell you one team that is not on the list is uh, Vontech. Yeah, well, thanks for pointing that out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, who else is on there? Wisconsin, Florida? Uh, I forget. I, I don't have it in front of me. It's mm. it's just, you know. Okay. I think I only left one out, so there's one that I'm missing. But I A can't pesky recall. one? Oklahoma State probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, Thirty-five bowl games uh, have been uh, on are on their on the list between December nineteenth and January eleventh, which will be the uh, the national championship game. Thirty-five bowl games. I I actually thought it would be less than that, and maybe it still will be. But uh, that's that's the plan as of right now. Which is fine. I, I you know the the holiday bowl i know canceled um and i i'm i didn't read too far deeply in as to why i know the the stadium you know right is in flux there in san diego i don't know if that had anything to do with it but you might as well plan like you can do it and then if you can't you can't you know that uh, that's been a little bit of my attitude uh throughout this i mean it doesn't hurt to to prepare or make preparations or or make adjustments or plans or whatever I, I i wish the the canceling would be a last resort so we'll see i i liked how you put that we'll see how many are able to go but i guess i'm glad that that uh, they're trying and obviously the coronavirus is hanging thick over not only the 35 bowl games but every college football game it seems and every professional game as well it's just not going away 29 states had a record number of positive cases in october jake Uh, as i mentioned earlier another 2292 positive cases in utah today that's a new record and the hospitals are filling up this is affecting it still it is not going away and i don't see how it can go away anytime soon and it's affecting sports in in a major way you have the nba we talked about this yesterday 
with their with their 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 wish list of starting in December, and and I just don't know whether that's going to happen. And now you hear reports of it could be seventy two games, it could be fifty games. It's it, it's just it's just hovering over every sports interest that we can talk about. I don't know, and this is this is just me talking. No inside info here. I don't know if the the start date of the NBA is going to be determined by the status of the coronavirus. I think it's going to come down to will the players agree to go uh, that soon after the other season ended or not. I I believe that the 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 NBA and we've heard this from a couple of different uh, places or, or reports. You, you know they want to get fans back in the stands, and I just don't know right. if that's going to be possible. Right. I think they yeah. I think they'll figure out a way to start when they agree to start, um, but I I think that is certainly very much up in the air on on whether or not they'll have they'll have fans in the stands for it and how many. And I I I would consider it the long shot of long shots that uh, we're going to see full stadiums for quite some time. So yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it'll come down to whether what the owners and the players can agree on. That's right. And however, uh, you know, we that that gate is a big percentage of the money that the NBA gets, and so and so that's something that's on their mind. And uh, it, it, well, we we don't need to talk about it. We all know the effect that uh, that has had. Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence test positive for the virus, Jake. Yeah, so. and uh, now they're they're debating over how long, uh, you know, the the protocols they've got in place, the ten days, right, since a positive test, and they're trying to figure out how they can get him eligible for the Notre Notre Dame game next week. Um, they didn't rule him out of it, so we'll see. I I hope uh, hope he has a mild case and and uh, can can get through it. This is one of those things where, yeah, uh, and this is the crazy thing about this virus is the random nature of the effect that it has on people. Some people and even some really healthy people really, really struggle with it. I talked to a guy I know who had it, got it, a very healthy uh, individual, and he said it kicked his butt hard. And uh, other people don't even know they have it. Uh, it's just crazy. And I don't, I'm not a medical doctor. I know that I pretend I am at times and you do too on the radio, but I, I, I can't think of anything quite like this that had that kind of variance in its effect on uh, different individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly have never, never seen anything like it myself. Never experienced yeah. anything like life at the moment. So <laughs> just try it. Live in, live in uh, minute to minute there, Gordo. I don't know about you, but yeah. Speaking of that, the NBA is allowing players back to their practice facilities, the individual practice facilities, including the Jazz. However, the players must be tested every day, and they must be obviously negative every day to be allowed in. Um. Okay, that, that's good. I, I think NBA players uh, need access to those those facilities. I mean, they've got to... They've got a, a a living to earn, and you know you don't want them going down to the old 24-hour fitness. And not every NBA player can have a, a 24-hour fitness attached to their home, like Mike Conley. So uh, <laughs> I I think it's probably a pretty good idea that uh, you know you keep keep the circle small and keep it internal. That that seems like the smart thing to do to me. Is that what was attached to Mike Conley's home? Was a 24-hour fitness? I don't know, but that <laughs> that basketball court was something else, man. <laughs> That was something. 
Uh, you know, when when I was talking, when we talked with uh, Tim Lacombe the other day, he said that Ryan Smith has a, a basketball court uh, uh, at his house. And I, I thought, I started thinking to myself, man, what would you do? If you had a basketball court attached to your house, Jake, how much time would you spend uh, out there uh, bouncing that ball and shooting those shots? I think it would be, it would be calling your name constantly. Or would it be one of those things that that you get and are excited about for like five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, it's the storage room? Or, <laughs> or uh, no, because your friends wouldn't allow it to be that. They would they would want to be over there playing all the time. Well, and I wouldn't want them over there, so. <laughs> You know, it'd be like the rowing machine you bought, you know. You're like, oh, I'm going to totally get in shape. Next thing you know, you're drying laundry on it. I, uh, many years ago, my wife, for my birthday, gave me a treadmill. Now, I wasn't quite sure how to take that, Jake, uh, but she did. And I think for the first two years I had it, it was exactly what you just described. Yeah. It was something to hang your your laundry on or your jacket on or something. But eventually got around to uh, to getting on that thing, and uh, I was glad I had it. But what about that as a gift from my wife? Uh, do you think she was trying to tell me something? Yeah, that she wants you to be healthy and around for a long time. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that was a one way. I Why do you always have it? to look at it the negative way? Why, why can't you look at it, you know, you, you can look at it at a half glass, half full, maybe, or glass half empty. Maybe because I was, I was feeling and looking like a tub of goo at the time. Is that, uh, would that have had anything to do with it? Again, she wants you to be healthy and around and with us. Absolutely, it's, it's perfectly appropriate coming from your wife. You think jazz players will show up in force uh, at the practice facility? You think those that uh, spend a lot of time outside of Utah, do you think this will bring them back earlier? Well, Joe Ingles went there on Wednesday or Thursday. No, I guess it was yesterday whenever he was on with DJ and PK. Well, Joe's been here all, all, um, all throughout. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess that would that would really depend on uh, uh, what their personal situations are, you know. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, for example, uh, when he was uh, um, isolated for, you know, during March and April or whatever, didn't he tell us that uh, he didn't have very much access to, uh, to any sort of equipment. So maybe yeah. that would encourage uh, him to return, come back to town to have access to that. that. That would make some sense. But I think that would all depend on their, you know, personal situation at the moment. We've talked about uh, in various sports how the, uh, I don't want to, I don't know how to describe it, sort of the old boys network. We've seen coaches who, lose one job and then they circulate to a different job Stan Van Gundy or or uh, you know I mean Doc Rivers being uh, hired almost immediately after being dismissed by the Clippers do you think that's a healthy thing for leagues or do you think that is overly dependent upon um well usually I would say Gordon um overly dependent upon I mean, I can't believe after how it went in Detroit, the you know Stan Van's getting another run. You know that that kind of surprises me. But at the same time, you know, you think Jerry, it's a comfort level. You know, people just look at him and said, "Okay, he's done this job before elsewhere, so we're going to trust him, and we don't want to take a risk by hiring a new up and comer yes. who might be really good, but might not be." Yes, general managers like keeping their jobs, so it's really easy to sell to ownership Stan Van Gundy. 
you know, that's that's really easy to sell. You say he's been here, he he's done it, look what he did in Orlando, look what he did in Miami. He knows what he's doing. He's got the name, he's a Van Gundy. It's it, it's an easy sell. You know he's not going to be horrible, you know. I mean, he wasn't great in Detroit. You could argue he's horrible, but he was also the GM there. But you know, you take a flyer on somebody, Gordon. You know, like Brad Stevens worked out in the, uh, for the the Celtics, right, coming out of college. But remember when they took a flyer on uh, on Rick Pitino? Yeah, that was uh-huh. a disaster. It was a yeah, disaster. Was. And so, you know, like outside the box hires can pay off really, really well, but they're also risky. You know, it, Dennis Lindsay, I believe, uh, you know, part of the reason he hired Quinn Snyder, who didn't have the NBA head coaching experience, part of the reason he had the ability to do that, I believe, not only having the backing from the Miller family, but also Dennis was pretty comfortable in his gig. You know, mm-hmm. he had just got here, just taken over for uh, for Kevin O'Connor. You know, Dennis, his job wasn't on the line based on immediate performance, right? So he mm-hmm. could think outside the box a little bit when Danny Ainge hired uh, hired Brad Stevens you know he's Danny Ainge he's not yeah. going anywhere he won a title with Doc there I mean he's got the ultimate job security he could take a flyer could have been a disaster he'd still be around but you know if you're um, uh, uh, what's his name uh, the, the old Cavs GM Griffin right David Griffin uh-huh. if you're him and you've got Zion and you've got some other pieces and there's a little pressure on you you gotta, you gotta say fire, say fire. You got a lot on the line. He's got to protect his gig too. You know the interesting well, what, one. Oh, sorry, Gordon. Go yeah, go, no, go ahead. The interesting one is Mike D'Antoni going to the Nets. I yes, mean, Kyrie as Irving as an assistant. Kyrie Irving has already said, "Well, we have uh, three head coaches on this team. Kevin Durant and I are also head coaches." And now you <laughs> hire a former head coach like Mike D'Antoni. There's going to be so many cooks in that kitchen, Gordon. I don't know if that's going to work. But I think uh, I think Steve Nash is so comfortable with uh, with Mike that uh, you know that seven second offense or whatever it was that they they uh, put together uh, as a as uh, as uh, Steve on the court and uh, Mike off it uh, that's a comfort level thing and that that gets back to the root of what we're talking about here. I bring this up because Tony Larusa, Tony oh, Larusa. Back to manage the White Sox now? I mean, Come on, is, I there, is there really no other young, up-and-coming, smart, uh, progressive coach that or manager that you could hire to, to get the job done and you're bringing back La Russa? Well, and I've never liked Tony La because everybody who he's ever coached has had a needle in their arm. And it just, I don't know. I, I wasn't excited about that news, not in the slightest. Tony needs to, to ride off into the sunset. Speaking of uh, new managers at new clubs, uh, the Tr- Detroit Tigers have hired their 39th manager in club history. Jeez. Former Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Oh, wow. It didn't take long for him to get another gig. I told you it wouldn't. Remember we were talking about that, and I told you it wouldn't take him a long time to get another gig? Just wait for it. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, all oh. right, Gordon. Do Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just, uh, uh, the commissioner said that he's been punished long enough. Yeah, geez. And it's okay to bring him back. All right, we'll get to a couple more items from Gordon's List uh, coming up right around the corner. We are live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West, their brand-new location here in Salt Lake City. Don't forget about Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Uh, how how has the reception been for the new store, Tom? You guys been uh, this open a Everybody couple of months? Everybody loves it. Look at it. It is. It's beautiful. It, it's a huge uh, upgrade. 
it's the same warehouse prices, but it's nice, clean, beautiful showroom with nice, clean, beautiful warehouse showroom, that, which is yeah. a big difference. And the lighting is so bright, it's great. vibrant. It's that's what I like about it. The, sh- the showroom you took a step up, but you still have the warehousey feel where you know we're a you working know. warehouse. So on purpose, right? We have that feel. Yep, uh, and it's full, by the way. It is. Which is it's, something not everybody can say. It's beyond full, and I need help because <laughs> you know I have to get that warehouse yep. cleaned out. Yep. Stuff's so go. we're going to do you deals like you can't believe. But I'm sorry. I'm slow, Jake. You know that. Sometimes I'm a minute never, behind. Never, never. Steven Silas, the coach of the Rockets, uh-huh. is that an improvement? Or do they need to get a, a talent improvement in the center who's bigger than six foot four? Uh, That one. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure he's a fine coach, but that one. Okay, I'm. I'm I thought I was slow, but I'm not as slow. No, as I, I think you. I think you got that one. Gordon, we're we're yes, uh, we're doing the best deal we've ever done on the finest base company. Same same base that you have in your house. Same brand. It's number one rated. Their Bluetooth technology is the best. It got the. American Furniture Association gave them the award as the best base in the industry. I can't say the brand, but come on in. I can tell you it's a 455. And when you come in, you'll see it. Queen or king? And we haven't talked today about the king. I have five left. Okay. I'm going to do a king package. And this king package is a. I have three mattresses to choose from. I have an incredible memory foam gel-infused deal it's a like a 2300 hour package the base is 2299 on amazon so that's like 4600 package if you bought it on amazon i'm going to do it for 1499 dollars. that's 2200 dollars cheaper than amazon incredible than amazon than not amazon. the guys up the road but amazon Amazon. That's now, Amazon, if you want to go to the guys down the street or up the street, I don't care which Either direction, way. north, south, east, west, we're going to give you the price that's best. Sorry, that was bad. That makes sense. Though. I did try. We're going to do this for you, and we will not drop it off at your house and say, good luck. We'll deliver it. And they charge for delivery. And it's like 300 bucks from Amazon. We're going to deliver it and set it up. For 75 bucks. Incredible. Boom. All right. Take advantage of it. Best deals ever. 1825 South, 300 West, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. It's the warehouse. More of Gordon's List next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Gordon, let's knock a couple uh, more items off the list. What do you say? All right. Uh, I have this. This is surprising to me, but according to a study of Twitter, uh, there are there is one particular team that is the most hated team of all NFL team. What currently, team or like, that? or like yeah. the '86 Bears or something? Currently? No, no. This is currently. Okay, the most hated team by the fans. Well, that... on Twitter, 
Uh, yeah, which is... is a small segment of the population. Okay, the right. the the Twitter hates the least the least popular team, uh, the Patriots. No, that I would have thought that perhaps, but um, according to this, it is the Steelers. Wow, that is surprising. Uh, you know, I know the they've most... won a lot, but they're kind of they're kind of a boring franchise. Yeah, I I don't know uh, I don't know exactly what that is. Although You'll the other happy. oh sorry, go ahead. You'll be happy to know that if I'm reading this map right, what do you think the most hated team in uh, in Utah? Utah shares this with uh, Nevada, Denver. Nope. The Raiders. Nope. The Raiders, it was the Raiders in Wyoming, Nebraska, Colorado, and uh, Kansas. And may, maybe also, it looks like if I'm reading this right, New Mexico and Oklahoma. But uh, in Utah and Nevada, according to this, it is the Chefs. Oh, yeah, well, I can't stand the Chiefs, so... <laughs> No, I'm I'm all about that one. I, I was thinking on the Steelers. Maybe the Steelers, because they're that division, they're so hated by every other fan base in that division, right? They're rivals with every mm. other team that kind of yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is. You know that the the and there are a lot of passionate fan bases. Even the Browns have a passionate fan base, and they stink out loud. So maybe it's that maybe it's that division. So yeah, I think you're you're on to something. It says the the study found the Steelers, the Steelers, were the most quote unquote hated team in a total of eight states, which mark the most in the league according to the data. Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Maryland, Delaware, Connecticut, and Rhode Island are where people who tweet "I hate the Steelers." most okay i i'm going with that 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 division uh that division <laughs> hates pittsburgh so much they hate the steelers so much that they complain about it so because that makes yeah. sense you know what you named ohio and maryland you know with the Bengals and the browns and the ravens and there are a lot of ravens fans in several states right there in that part of the country yes. so i i would guess your uh home state of delaware gordon i guess they they're mostly ravens fans there uh, I suppose that could be a factor. Uh, and then I have two last items here, and they're just kind of goofy ones. Well, the first one isn't. Uh, the first one is of interest uh, because of the huge scandal that erupted over, uh, over. well, that was an example of it. But Full House actress or actor, Lori Laughlin has reported to a California prison to serve her two-month sentence for the in the college bribery case. Uh, good, good. I'm, I'm glad she's uh, paying her due, I guess. Justice is served? I don't know. I, 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 I found that whole scandal just to be terrible. It, it was as much an indictment on the university system as it was the parents that did it. Essentially, they were just paying for places. Right. Uh, they were manufacturing space for certain individuals 
uh, based on uh, either their stand status, their standing, their yeah, and they're resources. taking the opportunities from others. You know, it stinks. Right. That stinks. Yeah. That whole thing stinks. Enjoy your two you months, that, Lori. How do they? How do they do that? When you have someone like Lori Laughlin, who is uh, in a prison, quote unquote, cell, uh, don't they have to be really protective of somebody like that? I'd throw her right in with the the biker gang women. <laughs> you don't <laughs> say, mean it. Say, go get them, gals. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, I would imagine they have to go to uh, what, Gen Pop, as they say. What? Um, I, I'm not sure what the the, the is it like a, a max it's security? A federal, it's it's a federal prison. It's a federal prison. I didn't notice which one that she was going to, and maybe they weren't announcing that to everybody. But I don't know, man. I mean, if I were a prisoner at a federal prison. Uh, I mean, you could do worse to have a cellmate than Lori Laughlin. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, an entitled rich woman as opposed to the alternative. Yeah, you probably <laughs> could do worse. I don't know. I don't know how it works in prisons these days. I've I've never been in prison, so knock on wood. I hope I never am. But um, I hope those who find their way in prison can find their way back out to live productive lives and Happy lives, and uh, just I do not like Lori Laughlin. <laughs> you want her just to suffer from now till Kingdom Come? Is that what you? No, I don't want anybody to suffer. I'm just joking. I hope that the, the guy that ring led that whole scandal, though, I hope they really throw the book at him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Well, let's hope he's currently in prison. I'll have to yeah, look it up. I imagine but. that's the way it is. And then finally, this last thing that I have is what I consider to be a, a technological wonder. I, I don't. I wish you could explain this. This is not a sports item, but will you please explain to me how they can move an 85-year-old building, a school in Shanghai, how they can move the entire building? to another location via a machine called the walking machine. They essentially pick up the whole building and move it to a different place. How do they do that, Jake? Explain it to me. I don't understand it. If any of our listeners out there are experts in this realm, please tweet at us. How do you move an entire, I mean, this thing is a huge building. How do you do that? I not only can tell you, but I've seen it. Okay. How? You have been to the Outer Banks of North Carolina, Gordon. I, I have. have. Uh, I, I go back there every year, except for this year. Thanks a lot, Rona. Uh, but um, you, you're familiar with the Hatteras Lighthouse? I am. Did you guys go see that while you were there? Uh, I did not see it, not with my own eyes. Uh, so, believe it or not, Gordon, uh, it was being threatened some years ago by erosion. Right. And they moved it. They moved the whole lighthouse. And uh, basically they, just to oversimplify it, uh, simplify it, they lay a bunch of train tracks basically down. They jack it up with, like, car jacks, <laughs> a little bit on a grander scale. Uh-huh. And then they slide the, the, you know, something under it and put it onto the train tracks and they move it. But here's, here's the key, Gordon. It has to go so slowly. Uh-huh. I, I think it took them months to move the lighthouse 
several hundred feet. Yeah, I can't remember moved, how they far moved, they, they, they moved, moved it, it, but... They moved it inland a little bit, yeah. Yeah, they uh, did. They moved it away from, from obviously, the, the place that, the, um, that was being eroded. But uh, we went and saw that when they did that, the, the summer that they did that. We went and checked it out because, you know, I'm the son of an engineer, grandson of an engineer. <laughs> uh, they, uh, the, the engineers in my life were, were pretty fired up to see that happen. So it was pretty amazing. I, I don't, you know, I guess they used to move like the, uh, the big Saturn V rockets, right? And the, uh, the uh, space shuttle and all that to, from the building where they were constructed to the launch pad. And those are massive moves. But this is an entire building. I mean, it's, it's, I understand it. That's an historic lighthouse. But, but this building was huge, Jake. I mean, it looked like it covered a couple of acres. How do you pick up something like that and maintain the structural integrity of it? Well, I'm, glad, I'm guessing it's just a bigger project. The, the, you know, the same philosophies probably still apply. You, drag it, you jack it up, you set it on something, and you move it. Uh, by the way, the, Hatteras, right. the Hatteras Lighthouse moved 2,900 feet, and it took oh, them okay. 23 days. Did it really? Wow. Very painstaking. Uh, by the way, how you know it's funny because my dad was uh, uh, had advanced degrees in uh, you know engineering and chemistry and all these things, and uh, and somehow I'm his son, and somehow you're the son of a, a brilliant engineer and who was the son of a brilliant engineer. What the heck happened to us? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. And I stink at math, too. I, my, my grandfather was such a good engineer, he worked for NASA. And, uh, yeah, my dad has uh, is a civil and environmental engineer and has had a great, great career. And, yeah, I, I can't even do math on the radio, man. I don't, do you think, I don't do know you think what our happened. Dads, do you think our dads look at us? Are disappointed in us? Yes, sure. yes, I do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> No, I didn't no. mean to. I didn't mean to bring us all crashing down <laughs> like that. Because hey, we're not the only ones. There's a whole bunch. Of, I know a bunch of people from They've my let generation. Let down their parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my we're dad, not the only one, I, Gordon. I'll never forget my dad coming in. You know, and he said, "Well, son, in college you can study. You know, you can study the the way the world works. You can study." Uh, you know, uh, things, or you can you can study people, you know, like a doctor or something, you know. How was I supposed to tell him uh, that I want to be a sports columnist and a talk show host? Huh. Is that all right? Would that be okay? <laughs> I, I, you know, I use the word radio bozo, but yeah, you have to have that. <laughs> You have to have that conversation. I know, I know you wanted me to be the next great engineer, but uh, instead I'm going to uh, look like an idiot for four hours a day. You had, you had a family tradition to keep up. <laughs> well, it wasn't going to happen. I, I knew long ago I was not bound for, uh, for engineering. All right, we'll get to more coming up next. We have the Not Sports Report. want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to Complete Business Telecom and IT Solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. More coming up straight ahead from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for the Not Sports Board, brought by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordo, where are we going today? Well, I have three items here. The first place we're going is Stamford, Connecticut. Okay. All right. Apparently, there were a couple of gentlemen. They didn't even really know each other. They, they had uh, third-party friends. They were playing chess in uh, a friend's apartment. And apparently, this chess match was going on for a long period of time. First of all, do you like chess? Sure. Do you enjoy it, or do you play it strategically, or do you just sort of uh, make this move, make that move, whatever? More of the latter, I would say. I'm not a frequent enough chess player, I think, to be uh, to be all that uh, great. Uh, my my brother-in-law uh, is like a, a chess champion guy that travels around the world winning tournaments. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That must be really good. Um, well, I like chess. In fact, I missed an opportunity the other day. One of my daughters came up to me and said, uh, Dad, let's play chess. And for whatever reason, I, we didn't get around to it. Doesn't that sound like a fun thing to do? Uh, one day you can play chess with Sadie. That'll yeah, be sure. But I uh, missed that opportunity. She's into shoots and ladders right now. When does she work her way up to chess? <laughs> she'll get there soon. Okay. Uh, she'll get there soon. But anyway... These two guys were playing chess, and apparently it went into the wee hours of the morning. Morning, I think it was like 5 a.m. or something. And uh, let's just say uh, it got a little heated. I don't know why. Maybe somebody's uh, pawn took out the queen or something. But uh, the one man allegedly stabbed the other man. In the butt. Well, I, I'm glad this not sports port is isn't ending with a fatality. That's good, I guess. <laughs> Gordon, stab the man. I guess if you were going to get stabbed, would the butt be the best Gordon, place? That's to a get bummer, stabbed? man. <laughs> <laughs> By far the best place, of course. If you're going to get yeah, stabbed, yeah, get the, you, the fleshy yeah, part then, of the body. Yeah, but then you can't sit. It's better than uh, uh, pretty much anywhere else, I would say. That would be a yeah. Crappy I, all deal. right. <laughs> All right, two more things real quick. The, the, the second one is uh, the, this this girl had her 16th birthday party, uh, 16-year-old birthday party, and they invited uh, a bunch of, a bunch of people over, and uh, 57 of them tested positive for corona uh, uh, subsequently, and now 300 people are quarantined because of it. People, be careful out there. That's all I'm saying. And then there's this. This is the last thing. Jake, there's an island for sale. You want to buy it? Uh, I don't know if I have the scratch, Gordo, but you probably should consider it. This Tom could buy this with Tom, Tom could buy this with his pocket change. It's an island. Uh, it's uh, it's a small island, but it's uh, got you know an acre or two of land. It's got 800 feet of shoreline. It's got two cottages on it. It's got two boat lifts. And docks, and you can have it for six hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars, Tom. Ooh, that'd be an Otis Redding sitting by the dock of the dock bay. Of the bay. Yeah. Where, where is it, Gordon? Hurricane Alley. This, <laughs> this is the problem. 
It's on a lake called, I don't know how you say this, would it be Okauchi? Okauchi Lake. Where does that sound like it would be? Ozarks. Ooh, I, I was thinking more like the uh, northeast somewhere. Like like I could see like New Yorkers saying like, New oh, Hampshire. we're going off to a lake. What was it? Okauchi. Okauchi. Well, I've got a house yeah. on Lake Okauchi. <laughs> That's kind of Gucci to have a house on Okauchi. The island is called Honbach Island. Honbach Island. And it is in... Wisconsin. So, so I'm it's not cold. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you can only use it. For yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe the lake would freeze. So you can play hockey. Yeah, that sounds cold. Uh, I mean, give me Hurricane but, Alley over. Gordon, over you're, you're an East Coast kid. So you've been to Stanford before, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think I've been by there. I my, didn't spend much time. It there. was in my second area of my mission. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice so, town. Uh, uh, at the time, I thought it was spectacular. I've been back. It's a little, it's a little sketchy. It's less so. Yeah. So, so I got to ask you, Tom, if you could buy an island somewhere for six hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars, and it's like it was a tropical island, Ooh. and it had two homes on it, and two docks, and a couple of piers, Ooh. and boat lifts, would you buy it? Well, here's the issue. I want it where it's warm, so tropical was the correct okay. word. I also uh -huh. want it where it's easily accepted. If you're asking me where I want it to be, I would love for it to be near Phuket, Thailand, because it's like as beautiful as any place you've ever been. There you go. But how do you get there? Tough. Yeah. 30 hours away. So if you could have it somewhere where it's a four-hour flight from Salt Lake, that's where I want it. Yeah. All right. Okay. That makes some sense. Not it's Wisconsin. Good. Something however. tells me if you did that, I'm not the gonna price would probably. I'm not going to buy it until over, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we are here at the warehouse. That is the world-famous Tom, 1825 South, 300 West, their new Salt Lake location, or uh, check out uh, their Orem location. Go say hi to Uncle Clayton, 86 East University Parkway. Yeah, we need to send Clayton uh, some people to buy adjustable beds. And I just had two customers since the last break buy Split King adjustable beds. Sweet. Bed All right. Thanks for coming in. This uh, one of the couples I went over and I helped. Um, they're moving from one of the digit beds, and as soon as we adjusted it, and she said to her husband, "Buy it that quickly, right there, because it changes your life." And I'm telling you, if you have not had a proper demonstration, come in. I'll be here. We're going to close early tomorrow because I think it's the right thing to do so people can be with their family for Halloween. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Whether you're going to trick or treat or not. So we're only going to be here tomorrow till 6. Um, and if it's dead slow, I'm going to close at 5 so people can go home early. Come and see us tomorrow before 5 o'clock. Come tonight. I'll be here till 7. I will give you a demonstration that is proper. And the proper demonstration will show you how it helps endema, how it helps acid reflux. And you're going to feel an inversion effect where you feel like when you're flat, oh, my gosh, I've been tipped on my head. I don't want to sleep <laughs> flat anymore. Yeah. Changes your <laughs> life. True. It's the best. It's true. So quickly, I have the best package I've ever done on a high-end base with a made-in-USA gel-infused memory foam mattress or gel-infused hybrid, $899. It's a $1,900 package. I'm lying. It's a $2,900 no, package. No, that's a big difference. I'm sitting, but I'm lying. 
The base is sixteen hundred bucks. The mattress is thirteen hundred bucks. That's twenty nine hundred dollars. I'm going to do it for eight ninety nine. Twenty one hundred dollars cheaper. Wow, that's incredible. The king. If you want a solid king, I've got five left at fourteen ninety nine. Go see Clayton and Orem, or come to Salt Lake. I'll take care of you. Um, we've got Vidal, and I got to do a quick Naomi special. All right. If you guys don't know it, Naomi, I can't get her on the radio. She's too shy. But we're gonna do. We have fifty mirrors. Some of these are two hundred dollar mirrors. I'm gonna do your choice. Twenty five bucks tomorrow. Wow, you're that's incredible. Boom. Hey, that's how much you like Naomi right there. She we, gets her own special. We don't like Naomi. <laughs> Not true. We love Naomi. There you go. All right. Uh, 1825 South, 300 West, the warehouse, 86 East, University Parkway in Orem. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.